knows what God looks like. And without missing a beat and looking, looking up from her drawing, the little girl will cry, well, they will in a minute. <laughs> when we go, uh, when we go traveling, when we go driving to our friends, uh, to our uh, family over in Bromley, we pass some church signs, and uh, some of them are a little bit awkward, some of them are a bit weird, and uh, it got me thinking about some of the, the best church bulletin bloopers that there are. And so here are a couple that I saw. Next Sunday, Mrs. Vincent will be the soloist for the morning service. The pastor will then speak on, it's a terrible experience. <laughs> and this was, this was outside the church. Don't let worry kill you, let the church help. <laughs> someone, someone saw one. But, um, those of us who were here last week, this might be appropriate to me. The low self-esteem support group will meet Thursday at 7 to 8.30 p.m. Please use the back door of the church. <laughs> Weight Watchers will meet at 7 p.m. Please use the large double doors beside the <laughs> At the evening service tonight, the sermon topic will be, What is Hell? Come early and listen to our choir practice. <laughs> okay, last one. I've just been like, I've got a load of these. Um, for, those, for those of you who have children and don't know it, we have a nursery downstairs. That's another one. Okay, so as we're thinking about baptisms, uh, what does it mean? This kind of weird, obscure, religious practice that we do. What does the word baptism actually mean? And it's a, a Greek word which means baptizo. And it, and it literally means to plunge. It does mean to plunge, to dip, to immerse. And the context, biblically, is always that people were baptised in water. And not, they weren't baptised near water or by a river or by the, by the sea. They were baptised in water. Uh, rather than having, having the water sprinkled on or poured over them. They were always baptised in. And for the last 2,000 years, the New Testament church has continued to... Do, we're trying to do the stuff that Jesus did. And one thing that Jesus was very clear on was baptism. He told his disciples to train people in his ways, to help people follow his examples. And the act of water baptism was something that Jesus did. And the act of water baptism was something that Jesus said for us to do. And so in, um, in Matthew 28, the Great Commission for us as, uh, as church and as Christians, he said, Jesus said, go, go and make disciples and baptize them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And then teach them to obey all the things that he has commanded. Uh, and so as I said earlier, he's, he, he, he set the examples by, example by bapt being baptised himself. But I, I just wanted to spend a couple of minutes just talking about what this weird act is all about. And then we're going to hear uh, from Pollyanna, we're going to hear from Steve, and then we're going to hear from Albert and their story. And what I want you to do is, as you hear their story, just think about yourself. Think about your story. Think about um, what God's done in them and through them to get them to this decision today. And it might just reflect on your story. What does that mean? What does that mean for me? And so this symbol of 
I was water baptism. We always enter into the water. And, uh, and what we're doing is, we're, as we enter into the water, we're leaving the past behind, where it belongs. We're choosing to step in, metaphorically, we're choosing to step into being, having a relationship with Jesus and following him, rather than thinking about our old stuff, thinking about our old self. And so as we step in, that's the kind of symbol of that. As we, we're then going to baptise people, we're going to put them under. Um, a few years ago, at our, at our old church, we'd set the heater on a maximum. And um, in, the, in the morning, it was piping hot. I mean, the whole hall was just steaming. Steam. <laughs> it was just steaming. And so people were baptised, but they came out scolded. They, and then the next day, I spoke to one guy, and he had blisters. So, um... Burn that silly. Burn it. Burn it. <laughs> if I was a American preacher, I'd be like, burn, burn that silly. But, um, but the whole idea of us being baptised is us doing, when Jesus, he, he died for us. And what we're doing is we're saying, actually, I'm going to bury myself in water as a symbol of what Jesus has done. When he was buried, we're burying our own stuff. We're burying our past. We're putting it away forever. Uh, we're not going to hold them down too long. It's not like we're... Ten more seconds. There's, there's, you've had a bad past. You've had, you need ten more seconds. But as, it's literally going to be one second. In and out. And as they come up, it's this symbol of us being born again. We're born into this new life, this new life of faith. And by the power of the Holy Spirit, when Jesus, he died and he suffered on the cross and he was buried, the miracle of Jesus is, uh, we don't have to talk about it, is that he, he's alive. He didn't just die for us. He didn't just go into the ground and be buried for us. But he rose from the, from the grave as an example of us. And so as we get baptized, we go in, into the water, as that representative of what Jesus has done. But then we come out in this new life with Jesus. And then what we do is we step out, as we come out of the water, it's like we're joining the family of God. We're joining with everyone else. And everyone else we celebrate. And for us as listeners and those of us who are part of this church, it's we are then committing ourselves to them, to pray for them, to join with them as, as we pray. So as they come out, I'd encourage you, if you know these people, if you're part of the group, just come and pray for them. Come and join them and pray for them. Uh, we believe in uh, a prophetic future, something that God has, God has got plans for them. In the Bible it says that God has got a plan and a purpose for every one of us. And as we come and pray for, for Albert, or we pray for Steve, or we pray for Pollyanna, we're partnering with God about his preferred future for preaching these people. So, uh, so come do that. And um, there's not a lot of room, room but we love, we love a mess. We love to get messy. <laughs> so it's a really, really powerful event. Um, I could go on. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to finish there. I'm going to finish there. Does that make sense? Just nod like, like I've been used to. Um, we are, I'm going to hand over to Viv. And uh, she's going to interview these amazing people. So first of all, let us have Pollyanna up here. Woo!
Um, so two years ago, um, I was admitted to a psychiatric hospital. Um, I had psychosis, and I believe that black mold was killing me and my family, which seems sort of comic now, but at the time it meant that um, my family couldn't really go to work, and I wouldn't really let them leave because I kind of thought um, these were going to be some of the last days on earth. Um, and they were amazing, um, and obviously this hadn't come up nowhere. This was um, following uh, me being very suicidal a couple of years before that, a couple of months before that, and um, very thin. I had like sores around my mouth because I hadn't really been eating properly. And, and this was at the this is my final year at Oxford, and I just kind of um, drove myself into the ground. Um, but my family were amazing, and they um, I kind of found myself in a psychiatrist's office, and I remember very well. Um, she said to me, you know, when your brother and your mom come back in, um, I'm going to tell them that you have to stay here, stay at the hospital. And I remember being like, no, like, these people are mad who are here. Like, I'm not mad. Like, I don't belong there. Um, and it was a very, it was obviously very tricky. It was obviously a very tricky time. Um, but it was also quite awesome because something happened there that um, I'll tell you about. Um, uh, so yeah, after about four weeks there, um, I kind of became apparent that a lot of um, a lot of sort of stuff was um, uh, um, about. Basically, I had a problem with alcohol. So when I was a teenager, I from about when I was a teenager, I um, episodically would just get wasted, basically, but not in like healthy way, like huge blackout. Can't remember what I've done. I'm not accountable for anything I've done. Just you know, you can imagine not being able to be responsible for stuff you've done. It's a nightmare, especially you know as a girl level these kind of things. So after about four weeks in the hospital and therapy and stuff, they they basically made me realise that this might be one of the things. Um, so I went to my first twelve-step program meeting. I don't know if you guys are familiar with the 12 steps, but um, it was, I think it was in that room um, where I realised that God was awesome and God was basically the answer. And I didn't believe in God before that. Um, and it was, um, I, I went to this talk on Monday, just Monday gone, Hannah Dallison gave an amazing talk. Um, and she, there's a quote in it by Brené Brown, who's a sociologist, which says, if you can share your story and be listened to with empathy, then shame cannot survive. And even though that was um, this week, that perfectly encapsulates what happened two years ago in that support group, because these people, um, the support groups are, like, by their own virtue, they're very honest, very honest faces, and people were... Um, being very honest about similar experiences. They weren't like, oh, I woke up this morning and I really need a drink. They were like, oh, you know, I did this or did that. And it was the first time I was able to speak out and be like, yeah, you know, waking up next to a stranger and having to take the morning after pill. Or, um, you know, waking up the next morning and I had been at dinner with my parents and they were entertaining clients. And apparently I had to be like, 
taken out and you know just like horrible like stuff which I'd um, not dealt with at the time and then obviously it was all going to have to come out but it was in that room where I shared that kind of stuff that I'm sharing with you today and these people they looked at me with different eyes they looked at me with these like amazing empathetic eyes because they'd done similar stuff and it's that was when because of the 12 step program there's a poster at the front of each of these programs and it, it has the 12 steps written on it and it's very, it seems silly, but it's very simple, just a simple line that just says, um, I am powerless and I surrender my life to a higher power. And that coupled with the fact that I just shared with these people these like degrading things and they listened with empathy. Shame cannot survive and I believe that God, I just suddenly believed, I believed that God was going to um, heal me and I stopped taking my medication like that day. I would like put it on my tongue and I'm very monthly nest kind of vibe. And I I just knew from that day. And it hasn't been like it wasn't like boom, everything's better, it's obviously been slow. Um, but it was it was like a healing miracle. And that's what I wanted to share with you. Amazing boyfriend. Yay! <laughs> no longer a single lady. <laughs> so that's awesome. And then um, I found um, through um, uh, Lou's amazing voluntary organization that goes into club, Club Angels, I found, kind of went to this voluntary um, uh, training session and wanted to work with people in clubs because obviously there's a thing there and I found these guys and Lou was talking about how much how like just we want to love the person in front of us and I, they were like what church you part of and I didn't have a church and then Hannah prayed for me and I would say that prayer was my gateway drug because she prayed about stuff that's just normal and then the next Sunday I just found myself here so for all these new friends, and also yeah, I don't drink alcohol anymore, which is amazing because some people can't ever give up that. So that's a very like concrete Jesus wicked vibes thing that he's done. I would say. <laughs> and why do you want to get baptized today? Um, I want to get baptized because one of the first weeks I came, your beautiful kids were getting baptized, and it was just a very simple like I want to do that because. I think it's obvious. I just, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Thank you, Pollyanna. Chelsea, the kids? No, the kids. 
Sunday school. And uh, so we had to go to Sunday school. So you started to believe in God and everything like that. Uh, got to about 13. Um, I found myself um, on Wimbledon Common. Uh, I'm off Sunday school for all greens. And uh, so from then, from about 13, so didn't go to church. I met you two over on outside Sainsbury's. Uh, brought me back in sort of like 35 years later. And, <laughs> and um, so I came down here and I met quite a few lovely people here and sort of like, of course, most all of you actually are like family. And uh, sort of like, when you sort of believe in God, I didn't really know that most people, I think most people do believe in God. But if you come to church, I, I believe that you're just trying to show uh, what you can what you can do at least like two hours of your life on a Sunday. Isn't that, isn't that and um, so it was just that's me. And what a difference would you say that Jesus has made in your life? Jesus himself. Uh, well, I prayed to him and. Since I've been coming to this church, I must admit, a lot of my life has been going quite well. But I don't blame them for any of the go back. Why do you want to be baptised? Well, well, I looked this up. <laughs> it, it, it marks a, an advancement uh, in your age and for your future life. Uh, symbolises your mission to uh, Christian Church. So when I when I get baptised today, it sort of makes it a new future. And hopefully, stick with the family. Yeah. <laughs> And also, they need everything I've said from before I looked it up. <laughs> the Greek word for baptism. I should just make that one up. But it's true. I, I really do find you like, like a family. And uh, I'm so happy to be here. And uh, yeah, I'll see you about soon. <laughs> Albert, so Albert, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, I was born up in Norfolk, and uh, I left Norfolk in 1975. I was, when I was young, I was made to go to Sunday school, but like most people, my parents never went to church. <laughs> Whether they would get me ready for today, I don't know, but I hope so. I, the reason I want to get baptised is that it's what is commanded in the Bible to go and get baptised people. And I'd also like to find out what my ministry really is. And what made you come back to church if you said you, you went away for a little bit? 
Well, I think the reason, the reason I came back to church is that I knew I was missing something. And uh, the only way to find out is what you're really missing is to come to church. And you said you had a great line that you told me before about the further you go away from God. Do you remember that? Yeah. I, as I said to people, I find that the, the, the further you try and get away from God, the more he's bringing you back. <laughs> Amazing. So we're going to baptise Albert in a minute as well. Why don't you go and grab a seat, Towels. Um, it's a, we don't. We do this three times a year. Today could be. I was in another context. You're lucky day, but we don't do that in church. But today could be the day that you want to be baptised. It's your your commitment and your your next step of following Jesus. If you've never been baptised, uh, after these guys have been baptised, we're going to do a kind of a. Who wants to be baptised? And uh, so come come down. The water's warm. Uh, it's not scolding, I promise. Uh, and while we do that, let's just uh, invite the band to come back. Uh, Josh, has, uh, Josh has just written a song uh, which he's going to play uh, play for us to press the land, but also we're going to get ready for the, for the baptism as well. So um, um, if you're a friend or a family, you want to want to come closer, please do so. Um, why don't we stand? Let's stand. And kids, if you want to bring your kids up the front, if you want to come down the front, you can gather around. Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Thank you. 
and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Jesus Christ as your Lord, Saviour and friend. Yes. 
And do you want to follow him and live for him all the days of your life? I do. Then in obedience to our Lord and Saviour, Jesus Christ, I baptise you, Albert, in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you. 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 Thank you.